Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is, Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 11 to 16. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Here ends the reading. If you've ever been in my office, you know that I have a tableau of artwork gathered on the wall overlooking my desk. Most of these items, which are beloved to me, were made for me by parishioners. One is a beautiful watercolor of a previous church at which I served. One is a luscious wood carving of the chalice and host. And one is a fiber art collage. During the year I served at this particular church, I was teaching adults on Sunday mornings. And apparently, I referenced on more than one occasion that, as Christians, we are called to be light and yeast and salt in the world. Deborah's offering to me was a felt collage that incorporated the packaging from Fleshman's Yeast and Morton's Salt and GE light bulbs. I smile every time I look up at that artwork. Because, gosh darn it, we are called to be light and salt and yeast in the world. So how are those of us who follow Jesus to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world? Being salt and light in the world means that we add something to the lives we touch and the communities we inhabit, such that people stop and notice. We are salt when we bring flavor and seasoning and zest to the world when we affirm the goodness of God that is all around us, when we joyfully enter into the responsibilities of our days and our lives, when we are generous and inclusive such that others' lives are enhanced, then we are salt. Back in the biblical day, battles were fought with bows and arrows and spears and swords. So if you were wounded, chances are that it was a cut from one of these weapons. To treat the cut, you would rub salt in it. This is where we get the saying, rubbing salt in the wound. It would hurt a lot, but it was needed to bring about healing. When we are the salt of the earth, we too are agents of healing. We are light when we shine into a world that is often dark. We who are followers of Christ do not hide our light. We do not turn it on as we are pulling into the parking lot on Sunday morning, but then cover it with a bushel as we head off for the week to our real life. It is just the opposite. 
We take our light to the world based from the church. The very nature of discipleship is to be seen. There is no such thing as a secret Christian. And this is true for the Christian community as well as each of us individually. There is a light that we give off when we roll up our sleeves and join in God's work to make this a better city and country and world. When we collect developmental toys during Lent for Bachman Lake together, we are shining lights. When we help prepare meals for Austin Street Center, we are shining lights. When we drive a route for Meals on Wheels, we are shining lights. And when we check in on our more vulnerable neighbors and church family members during this interminable pandemic, we are shining lights. Sometimes being salt and light feels like a burden because we look around and are convinced that the world is never going to get its act together. Folks keep climbing one another's backs and selling each other out to get ahead. People vent their anger and frustration on their loved ones and the weakest among us. Folks refuse to curb their appetites and so become consumed with getting the next drink or clandestine relationship or bobble. People resent their unmet expectations and take it out on the world by being selfish and hard-hearted. Sometimes it's hard to imagine that those of us who follow Christ even make a difference. But have you noticed how all you need is a pinch of salt to bring out the best flavor in a meal? Have you noticed that in total darkness, even the smallest light allows us to see? Our call isn't actually to change the world. Our call is to witness to the world. When we are living as salt and light in this often crazy, hard, painful rat race of a world, others notice. They notice that our well-being doesn't ebb and flow based on worldly conquest. They notice that there is a trust and ultimate goodness that allows us to live in hope. Living as salt and light is attractive to others. They look at us and say, I sense that you have something that I don't, and I want that. I can see the possibility of God for my life because I'm seeing God in you. This is what it means to be salt and light. It only takes a little salt. It only takes a little light. The little flavor we bring, the small light we offer, makes a difference to the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, whose Son Jesus is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name, 
and follow where he leads. Who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.